Hello and welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla Rotary District 5810. My name is Greg Tepper, our co-host for the evening, because you and I, listener, we're in this together. Our co-host for the evening is the man they call Josie, Andrew Josie Utz. Well, hello, Greg. It's, what? it's good. It's good to have you back. What an intro. It's good to be back. Thank you for allowing me to to co-host this space with you and the listeners. Um, this is the as I mentioned, this is the Ryla Cassie official podcast, Camp Ryla Rotary District 5810. We do thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Coming up here in a little bit, we are going to have an interview with um I declared her at least the co-MVP of Camp. Um, Camp 2023. Co-side. But really Really, at the very least, and I think she would agree with this, it's a shared honor with the entire social media team. Yes. Uh, and so we will hear from Crystal em- uh, Crystal Epperson. Crystal Crystal Epperson Johnson? Crystal Johnson Epperson? Uh, Crystal one. Epperson. Yeah. Um, we will hear from her coming up here, the back half of the program. If you want to see uh, how all of that incredible social media content that's come out of Camp 2023 uh, um, you know, was put together... Uh, we get all of the inside scoop on that coming up here in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but Josie, this is our, you and I's first episode since Camp 2023. And so before camp, we did the Camp Ryla pregame show. Yes. And now, Josie, it's time for the Camp Ryla postgame show. Um, maybe I'll put some production value in here too. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it is, it, it has now been a couple of weeks since camp 2023 has, uh, has, uh, has ended concluded. Uh, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Um, you know, as, as the listeners will hear from crystal, it's a, it's a little bittersweet. You know, I, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm a little bit more rested. I'm not going to say well rested cause it's a different, it's a different type of feeling where I'm not running on fumes. Um, but uh, I'm good. I'm good. Refreshed. I think it might be a a word I would choose to describe this feeling. How are uh, you it, doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Ryla withdrawal, I think people who are listening, maybe you are a camper. Maybe you are a staffer. Uh, maybe you haven't been to camp in a while. Maybe you're just a Rotarian. Wh- whoever you are. Hi. Thanks for listening. Um but the Ryla withdrawal is is very real. Mm-hmm. And I've tried for me, it really lingered for about a week. It wasn't until the Friday, I guess this past Friday. Yeah, I guess this past Friday, which was a week since the end of camp, that um that I was able to kind of shake it and kind of settle back into normal life. Um but that that withdrawal is real, and and I've tried to, I've tried very hard to to parse exactly what it is, mm-hmm. and I think what I've settled on is, you get to spend a week, like fully disconnected with the outside world, and engaged in a very intentional space with people that from a staff perspective, just people that we love and people like our favorite people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would say from the camper perspective, uh, all of these really amazing people that like you've never met before. And then when you like, when it ends, 
the whiplash of going back to the real world is so stark and so like um robust that mm-hmm. i think that i think you know we all take a week off of of work and school and whatever to go to camp it feels like we should take two weeks off to like really like really recover <laughs> from the from the one week off you know Yes, yes. And I, I was I was trying to describe I I'm glad you 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 know parsed it out um uh, like that. I was trying to describe this to somebody not affiliated with, with Ryla, but who's heard me just talk about it for the last X number of years. And it's like at camp when you're in that space, you it doesn't matter, you know, what you ask. There's like a there's a trust that it's gonna get done, whether it's you know, on the mm-hmm. staff side. And I will say, you know, the staff and counselors this year were um second and none um in my experience. Um but like you you listen from a staff perspective, you're like, Wow, this is so great. I can tell, you know, anybody to or ask anybody to do anything and they'll do it. And then from a camper perspective, you're like, Wow y'all have y'all are incredible you know whether it's the ideas they're coming up with just their their life story where they're going i mean everybody is just eager and excited which is counterintuitive considering the awake hours versus the sleep hours um are inverted but uh yeah just um incredible how do, oh, this is we'll get into bigger topics here in a second uh how'd you sleep at camp <laughs> Uh, I think like a rock. I did too. And are we getting old? I think we're getting old. Is that what that means? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the best I've ever slept at camp. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And, and considering your role for those unfamiliar, you know, uh, Greg handles all the, all the camp things. So if somebody's toilet is running in the middle of the night, he gets a, he gets a call. Shout out Mish McNeely. <laughs> who was my best friend for a couple of days there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt like I slept great. I felt like, um, you know, I felt well rested, you know, and part of it is I think you're just energized to be there and, 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 um, and all that. Um, so there, well, are, if, if I can interrupt, do you think part of it is, uh, directly tied to the space that you and your roommate created? Mm. Mm. You know, thank you for knowing that, Josie. (laughs) Thank you for knowing that. Um, So for those who don't know, um, I room with Brett Scroggins, um, uh, uh, one of our assistant camp directors in charge of the counselors. And um, each year, this was the third year we've, or third year at camp we've roomed together, 2019, 2022, and then 2023. And um, each year we have made our space even better. Um, and this year, like we've, we've added like sense. We really wanted to be an oasis for people, for us specifically. Like we make it smell really nice. It's organized. It's clean. It's, it's just like, it's a fresh space this year. Um, we added a, a real, a real chef's kiss touch. In my opinion, um, we added a water feature. <laughs> we had, <laughs> we had like a desk fountain, that I bought for like, I don't know, it was like 13 bucks or something like that. And let me tell you, guys, when when I tell you that that just that calming, like like little bit of heaven 
there on our bathroom counter it really did put it over the top and and i'm already <laughs> thinking about what we can add next year to make it even even more of a of a spa i want to live in a spa there at camp like as best you can uh it was um okay so we do have i'm, I'm sure we have some campers who just got done and uh, being campers in 2023 i will say this and, and you and i are both uh, assistant camp directors there at camp and so we don't interface as much on a one-to-one basis with as many campers as say the counselors as say other alumni staff i will say from my point of view i thought this was we talked uh before about how great the staff was i thought that this class of campers was really really exceptional and mm, agree i think every year there's always this kind of lingering fear of like it's way back in the back of our, our minds but like there's this lingering fear of like what if it doesn't work this year? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what if nobody buys in? Uh, and and it became very apparent very early that nope, not this year at least. Uh, this was this was a really good group of campers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, let that be a lesson that imposter syndrome never outruns you. You know, we, we're, we'll we'll talk to people who've come back to camp after twenty years and we're like, wow, this thing works, and then turn around and say will this work one mm-hmm. more time it will yeah exactly this this thing has worked for 30 what 30, 32? 32 yeah 32 consecutive years and like the 32nd year we're like i don't know maybe the magic's gone <laughs> um there was a, but it was it was an exceptional group of, of campers if you are listening to this and you have gone back to the real world and you're like hey wait i just want to be surrounded by ryla people um that is a feeling that you will never shake uh, that is a forever feeling now um, that you'll just be like, man, I just wish I could be around Ryla people because they get me. Um, that is uh, I hate to I hate to break this to you, but that is a curse you will live with uh, for the remainder of your life. Like all we all all we all want to do is just hang out with our Ryla people because they get us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, send a note to the social media team, you know, <laughs> on our on our various platforms and uh, and get together. Yeah, most <laughs> certainly. Um, the. Uh, I, I, I do want to make sure I give a shout out to the uh, Good Morning Ryla and podcast committee mm-hmm. because we did get four episodes out at camp uh, starring our campers. Uh, it was myself and uh, and Stuart. Uh, we were the uh, the lead uh, the leads on uh, the Good Morning, and as well as Michael Dawson, Mason Hall, and then Kristen Helmberger and uh, Clarissa whose last name I will not even pretend to, to pr- try to pronounce uh, <laughs> Clarissa F uh, the AC uh, they we uh, they helped out with the uh, the the good morning Ryla and podcast committee and I thought the I thought the podcast was uh was a real ringing success I thought that that it was a real a real success story from camp 2023 I was a little nervous as to which way it was going to go but uh, but they the the campers really stepped up no, and that yeah, that's great. Thanks for for spearheading that. I was uh, kind of bouncing around a couple different committees and and liked what I heard, both in the committee and and from what's been put out on the on the normal feed. Um, it was it was very it was very fun uh, to do that. Um, uh, there, it, it, in, in uh, I want to make sure we we have you know and have space to to talk about anything else uh, from camp. It always re- re-energizes us. It always kind of gets us going and, and kind of vaults us into the summer. Uh, but but I do want to mention 
one small thing that maybe nobody else noticed uh, except a very select number, except a very select few. Um, so, so Josie, uh, you were a facilitator. You did yes. the facilitation on grit and it was fantastic there on well, Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. It's very, very good. Um, can you just like, give me a quick rundown of your wardrobe? Yeah. So would you, would you like a rundown of the wardrobe on that day or, or what the planned wardrobe was ahead um, of, ahead of the facilitation? What about, what about both? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, this is the, the facilitation, something I've done over the last couple of years and I haven't been chased off yet. So, so apparently it's, it's, it lands. Um, and so I just, I roll up there with my, um, with my Rila Polo mm -hmm. and uh, I do the, the, our time slot, um, I don't want to say it's shared, but it's on a, a, the same day as as Becca Egger mm -hmm. uh, and her incredible facilitation. Tough act to follow, bro. Yeah, that's why you know today th this year. I don't know if you noticed, we flipped it. So uh... it's, a, it's a wise move. I ain't ever going before Becca <laughs> or after Becca. I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Becca showed up and she said, "I've got a blazer this year," and I'm like, "Okay, mm -hmm. I've got I've got nothing. I've got my you know standard issue polo." And uh, and you, Greg Tepper, gave the mm -hmm. the opening keynote, and you were dressed very very nicely um, in a black t shirt mm -hmm. uh, that I thought was was really nice. Maybe some some gray chinos. Yeah, I think gray gray kind of slacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I will say I upgraded to jeans this year, and so so the next day as I was preparing for my facilitation, um, I saw uh, Baron Ryan. The great, the great Baron Ryan. Uh, the great Baron Ryan. I hope, uh, hope your um, concert in Joplin went well. Mm -hmm. um, and he was in some gray pants and a, a black t-shirt. <laughs> now he had uh, a V-neck, to be clear, because he's very cool. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. And and it was uh, after his facilitation that I was next to Troy Stendy, who was that evening's facilitator, and Troy said. You know, Greg was in a black T-shirt. Baron's in a black V-neck. I brought a black V-neck. I think I think I'll wear it. And then it, I started sweating. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it ended up being like out of nowhere. Like no, we none of us planned this. It ended up being the official, the official <laughs> like wardrobe of facilitators at Rila 2023. <laughs> So uh, a shout out to Walmart Plus and Walmart in Midlothian um, for for setting us up with some uh, black T-shirts, uh, V-neck and, and regular uh, for Becca and myself so we could carry on the tradition um, for the Wednesday facilitation. But it was it was pretty touch and go because uh, Maddie Reed, when I was preparing, came up and and she said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm looking for a, you know, a black t-shirt potentially. And she's like, oh, really? Okay, good. Because we're all, we all kind of noticed that. And I was like, okay. So everybody is noticing the trend, <laughs> you know, the subconscious trend. And I can't be the one to break. Look, that. look, this is a rare moment in which I'm going to say, you can't blame me. I went first. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. <laughs> you guys can't, you can't blame me. Uh, if anything, you know, we got, we just blame Troy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I absolutely blame, blame Troy. Troy. <laughs> blame Troy, which is not fair because he's not here to defend himself. Um, it was a great week at camp, uh, as usual. Do you have any other any other things to add to the uh, to the the camp twenty twenty three post game show? 
Um, no, I mean, a, a great camp. Um, really looking forward to kind of seeing, I know the social media committee and, and the time capsule group set up um, everybody for success for those those cabins and campers to continue the the social media feed outside of camp. And so really looking forward to to what everybody's coming up with um, and keeping yeah. that that Rila magic strong year round. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. And, and, and of course, you can listen to the Rila cast. We go year round. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's just, you know, camp always revitalizes us. And I don't know, it's it's one of those things where when camp is over you're just like oh now i gotta wait 51 weeks to do it again <laughs> if you're going to be on staff um i will also like two other quick shout outs here one of them i don't know i mean we could shout out everybody we mentioned the staff um the the, the people you guys see like i i know we mentioned that you and i were both lucky enough to be asked to be facilitators this year and that's a that's a great honor for us um the people that you like if you're a camper you may not have any idea just how many people there are behind the scenes who uh who you you never see like basically or maybe you just see them like in the in the dining hall or something like that but they are like josie and i are just the meat puppets you know what i mean mm-hmm. we're the people up there just dancing um you know uh but they the, the the people who keep the trains on time and make this whole thing happen um they are the real the, the real stars of the show um, that this camp would not happen without uh, without the, that army of people uh, behind the scenes who are all giving up a week to to, to spend time at camp, um, and it's uh, it's it's I'm 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 in awe of them really and truly because it's it does it really does take a village and I always love. Um, one of the other shout outs I want to give is to the ACs, um, the assistant counselors who I thought were fantastic. I really enjoyed, I was involved in advisory committee this year and I really enjoyed getting to know them and getting to, to kind of develop relationships with them. They're, 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 they're such, such sharp, sharp, um, you know, young men and women. And what's always interesting is when they get to camp and like, they get to go back on the staff side and like, to like inevitably they're all like oh my gosh i had no idea this was going on <laughs> like behind the scenes like yeah like you know somebody's got to build the challenge course right like <laughs> you know like we have a whole crew uh like of guys who, who like their whole job is just building stuff mm-hmm. um and making making sure that the the trains stay on time and so um i want to make sure I, I i i recognize the acs and then also just the entire alumni staff and then also um one more and and and, and of course we we would be remiss we are this camp only happens because we have the support of rotary clubs across the, across the district 5810 like we say it's camp ryla rotary district 5810 rotary district 5810 is is the real headline there um they're the ones who help us make this camp go and happen and if they weren't there the camp wouldn't happen plain and simple and so we are we're always in debt to them that they allow us to go and goof off with our friends and also you know help out young outstanding young men and women across across north texas so um the 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 rotary clubs are just incredible if you are a camper in 2023, please reach out to your Rotary Club and 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 ask to come and speak and just thank them, um, because that is that if you want to if you want to know how you can help repay uh, that thing or that 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 gift that was given to you, just go back and 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 go thank that Rotary Club. That's all that that's all they the, the the wonderful thing about them is all they ever ask is like if you just if you give them a thank you that means the world to them. Um, so mm-hmm. please go do that. Um, and then one more thing, and I just want, I don't want I don't want to blow up anybody's spot here. Um, 
I caught wind. I don't know if you caught wind of this, but we had a couple of campers who went to a Rotary Club and they and they were thanking them and, and speaking at the Rotary Club, which is wonderful. And um and and they they apparently they apparently like compared Ryla to a cult. Uh, okay. To the Rotary Clubs. Uh, <laughs> look, guys. Okay. I just want to issue a public service announcement. Okay. I know what you mean. Josie knows what you mean, right? We get it. I know what you're saying, right? Let's keep that as an internal use only word. <laughs> we don't want, we don't want to give our outstanding rotary clubs the 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 wrong impression. There's a bit of a loaded word there, guys. Right. Yeah. 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 Service above self is going to be the key. The keynote. If you lean on, if you lean on something instead go. of the word cult, lean on on the rotary motto: service above self. Yeah, um, it was it was of course a fabulous week there at Camp Ryla Rotary District fifty eight ten and uh, and and I guess Josie, I guess we'll just have to do it again next year. You know, do it again next year, or you know, we the the we've got tremendous programs throughout the year. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, at day you, seven coming up in in November, we better see you there. Day seven, we've got um, North Texas Giving Day. North Texas Giving Day, which is a big deal. Um, yeah, if, gonna, if if oh, go ahead. We're hoping to have other kind of other alumni events going on throughout the year. So stay tuned. And and of course, the RylaCast. The RylaCast. If you ever get lonely, just shoot an email to inforyla5810 at gmail.com and say, hey, I'm bored. What can I do? I'm bored. How can we how can I get more Ryla in our our lives? And we've got stuff. Don't you worry. Um, Anyway, there is your 2023 camp post game show. Um, Speaking of post game show. Uh, we're going to continue the post game show with an MVP interview. Uh, we caught up with Crystal Epperson, uh, one of the real stars of Camp 20, Camp Ryla 2023. Uh, here is our conversation with Crystal Epperson here on the Ryla Cast. Oh, Josie. Oh, Greg. This is, of course, the 2023 Camp Ryla post game show, and. Yes. Usually on the post game show, um, if this is a sport, we would bring in the most valuable player from that particular game. And I got to be honest, this does feel like we have the most valuable player from Camp 2023 on the podcast this week. We're pleased to be joined by our friend, Crystal Epperson. Hi, Crystal. Hi. I feel like you should have had uh, those. Uh, we can make on. that happen. Don't like <laughs> just add say those the in right word. <laughs> say the word. In fact, you know what? I'm writing it down. Consider it already in there. Great. <laughs> We're going to put the air horns. Uh, how is your uh, Ryla recovery going? You know, it's really hard having Ryla withdrawal and going back to work thinking it's not nearly as exciting. I'm getting way more sleep but I'm way less excited to be here day to day, but it's going uh, well. Okay. So, so you would say that overall the, the Ryla withdrawal is, uh, is real, but you're managing it. Definitely. Yeah. It's, you got to come back down off the high, but still try to live your life differently. It's crazy. It's a weird thing to experience. Yeah. Big same. And that sounds like something the MVP would say. You know, you left it all out on the field during the week and uh, and back to recovering. Um, so, Crystal, thanks for joining us uh, this evening. Um, the floor is yours for, for 
what is your Ryla story? Yeah, my Ryla story. So I actually had not heard of Ryla and then I transferred to a very small school my junior year. So I actually just made it. I feel like I only transferred to the school so I would know about Ryla. And um, my junior year, I guess our counselor, our high school counselor just reached out and, and told a couple of us we should apply. And there were some people who had gone the year before. They talked it up. Uh, but everyone like keeps it a big secret. So it's kind of one of those like you can everyone understands it from the inside looking out, but no one understands it from the outside looking in kind of thing. So I didn't know what to expect, but I applied and me and my two friends, we also applied and they, we all three got in, um, were able to go to camp basically. And I remember all of us just writing as small as we could on our applications so we could fit it all in all of our like accomplishments. We were just writing helps out with landscaping, random things. Um, just so we could like say we had cool stuff to maybe bump our applications up on the list. Anyway, so we we were accepted into the program, got the award, and we get on this van full of people we've never met before, except for the other two people from our school. Um, and I graduated with a class of 21, so I didn't know what to expect. And I come from a small town, so also had never been around people like there were people at Rila just from really big cities, from really different socioeconomic statuses as me, just like all over the map. And I got there and some people say they didn't get Rila the first week, but other people say they got it like in the first couple hours. And I feel like I was bought in from day one, um, but I'm not sure why that happened. I just was really into it. Uh, Miss Janina Johnson, actually it was Iglehart at the time, was my counselor. And um, if you've had her as your counselor, she's amazing. So maybe that's why I was bought in. But um, yeah, just from, man, the very beginning when we broke through some barriers, it was really impactful for me. I had gone through a relationship um, two years prior, actually, that was only three months long. And I just was still not over it. Like as a freshman, and then now as a junior, I was still struggling and breaking through a barrier like that was just really incredible. Like I will tell Troy, he's changed my life forever. So thanks, Troy. Um, but yeah, so then after that, I just was able to live my life completely. Like I genuinely felt like a freedom from the things holding me back in my life and I just felt like I'd had a lot of judgment in high school leading up to that, especially being the new kid at a really small school. Um, and so like the next year, my senior year, I tried really hard to just make everyone feel like they were at Ryla. And um, I tried to like bring us all together, do like a scavenger hunt for all of us and just do different events where we like I played the human knot with so many people my whole life because of Ryla. So, yeah, that's a little bit of my Ryla story, I guess. So yeah, uh, it, would it be fair to say then that camp came at like a really opportune time, like in hindsight now, you know, obviously you can't view it in the moment, but like in, in hindsight, it came at the right time for you that, that this experience happened for you at, at, at a, a good moment in your life. 
Yeah, I think now looking at high school juniors, I don't think of their lives as such a pivotal moment as that. But Mm. at that moment in time, like those were some really big things I was dealing with. I mean, it's the biggest thing, you know, what's going on uh, in your life. So yeah, I would say it came at the perfect time. But I feel like that's a lot of people's story is Riley came at the perfect time. Yeah, I, I think that that's there, there's probably some campers who are listening right now who, who just got done going to camp there. But like, yeah, absolutely. I agree, Crystal. Um, so can you tell people what you do now? Yeah, I uh, well, I was a social worker for a few years after college. Um, super worthy cause really exhausted me emotionally. Um And then I got into the medical world. So I work at a clinic and I just do referrals to specialists. And then I also uh, recently, well, recently, I guess two years ago, accepted a job at my church. So I'm part-time at both the medical clinic and my church working with young adults. That's awesome. That's, um, you know, like, like a super worthy cause. And, and, and it, it does strike me that like, even though those feel like different jobs, it feels like there's a clear through line there that really does connect to what kind of camp's about, which is like, I don't know, like getting to know you, the word servant leader really screams out to me about that. And, and that that feels like like you you do that in two different buildings, basically, like kind of the same thing, just be a servant leader in different ways. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's a good line for all of my jobs, social work and yeah serving others is what i love to do i just love helping so you alluded to this off off mic as we like to say in the biz um but uh the but what biz. was <laughs> look at you that's what, that's what people not in the in the biz call it right uh, um so so what a couple couple layered question um, how long had it been since you were back at Ryla? And then what was that experience like this past year coming back? Right. I So I was a camper in 2012, and then I came back as an ACA in 2013. Uh, I was a little confused on what the gap year was supposed to be. So I didn't. I wasn't sure if we could come back during college at all. Uh, and so I didn't, and I was also away most of the summers. And so somehow I, I don't know what happened, but I just fell off the wagon and didn't come back again until 2022. So that was a nine year gap, um, for me. And I was a little nervous sometimes coming back to Ryla, it feels like, oh, everyone knows everyone, or they've been doing this for years together, but honestly, it was really easy just to fall back into the fold. Like no one makes you feel less than or left out or like there. It's honestly some people came this year that hadn't been in 20 years, like 2023. And it's like, man, tell me what it was like 20 years ago, because we all have this shared experience that bonds us, even though I'd never met these people before, you know. So I think it was it was real. It's great to be back, first of all don't want to leave Ryla again no more nine-year gaps um and then uh yeah this year was really awesome because it was my second year back after a long a break I just felt like man I really am able to get into a groove here people really know my strengths now they saw me last year they're not having to guess what I'm good at this year and 
they're able to just plug me into a spot that they know that I'll fit in really well. And this year, actually, I was over social media. So I had a camera, I had my phone in everyone's face all day long, even though we're not supposed to have phones at camp. It felt very weird to have mine, but people loved it. And they let me take lots of videos of them, both of you included. So thanks for that. I, I do want to ask you, I was going to save this for later, but you, you've already, you teed it up. Um, let's talk about the social media because when we, when we called you, I guess we'd probably call it like, like the social media team was the MVPs of camp mm-hmm. because the social media presence for camp 2023 was uh, shocking, <laughs> like shocking in its, in its, in its, in its, you know, val- value. It was remarkable um did you just come like like can you take us into take us into the the hive mind of the social media team there at at rila 2023 because it felt like you guys came in with 10 million incredible ideas and all of them worked yeah you didn't see the ones that didn't work but (laughs) uh Yeah, I mean, we we actually planned beforehand. Our committee met several times and talked a lot before and during camp. We had a lot of like bleary eyed meetings during camp of like, we don't know what we're doing because we're running on three hours of sleep. But um, yeah, we just thought of ideas. We watched our own social media screens and we're like, you know what? We got to we got to take those shots when they come to us. We we can't we got to grab the bull by the horns, you know what I mean? We can't just like sit back and let the social media content come to us. We got to create that stuff and also using the juices flowing of all the Rila minds. Like we used lots of people that were on social last year or just are Gen Zers who they just know what to do with the social realm and all their ideas too coming into camp uh, even on that first like staff day is really what made it what it was so yeah and then I think everyone being willing to say yes and step outside of their comfort zone maybe pretend like they were an office character (laughs) really helped give it just the level up that it needed because sometimes in regular social media life people aren't as willing to be as goofy on camera i i will say for a camp that um is kind of founded upon removing social media and phones from everywhere like you you know you you were taking shots you were mentioning and like every shot was a slam dunk and like life like camp was a ramp and then you use that to launch even the stuff you know after camp that's been going up that's been kind of a continuation has been stellar um so yeah i just wanted to to reiterate that do you have a do you have a favorite thing that you guys did oh i honestly i'm really proud of the wes anderson one because so good Thanks. Um, because I'd seen that trend going on. So this is going to date the episode now. But anyway, uh, I'd seen the Wes Anderson like TikTok trend going on. And I, I don't really know who Wes Anderson is. Sorry um, about that, okay. Greg. That's, that's but uh, hurtful. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I actually teamed up with JD, who is our videographer this year. Another another him, M- another in the MVP race. Okay. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just kept taking shots and then bringing them to him and being like, 
is this Wes Anderson-esque? And he would be like, no, you need like a little bit more symmetry. Or I would like stand in the cafeteria and I was like, look at these huge windows. Isn't that Wes Anderson-esque? And he was like, you could do something with that. And so we just like bounced off of each other. And then just the the ability to get the shots like of the egg drop. (laughs) Those would just kill me. I I, I know I commented on it, but the shot of the egg drop of Ryan Short just standing there as the egg falls by him and he just like very casually looks at it <laughs> is it's cinema is what it is. It really is. It's so good. And and you're talking to somebody who loves Wes Anderson movies and I'm just like, it's, it's two of my very favorite things like colliding. I'm just going to get you like a box set and you can, well, if you want to come over and watch like uh Darjeeling limited, we can, we can do that. It'll be great. Okay. Yeah. I'm down to watch it. I mean, I'm into it. I just have never watched any of them. I don't think, but I, yeah, what I think is the best part is none of these things were scripted, right? People like, if you look at the social media, I literally just asked people questions and they acted like office characters. Like I didn't even tell them to say what they said. I I will say uh, during the West, when I was watching the Wes Anderson clip, Joni said, should I know who this is? And after I took a couple deep breaths and said, no, it's fine. It's oh, fine. God. So, so you're not alone. You're not alone, Crystal. I'll, oh, just, just, just watch ran, Isle of Dogs or Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fa- or... I was going to say Fantastic Mr. Fox is a nice entry level oh, Wes so Anderson. Good. Yes. It's like yes. one of my favorite movies. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. I'll put it on my to-do list. And it's it's uh, you're right. It's that's an easy entree, Josie. That's an easy way to get into to Wes Anderson because it's animated. It's like it's right a kids book. That's like, but it's just it's perfect in every way. Uh, sorry, Josie, I interrupted. No, 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 no. I, you got to ramp up to Bill Murray. Um, yes. You know from from Fantastic Mr. Fox, of course. Um, so so Crystal, now now comes the time in the podcast where we invite our esteemed guests to plug something, whether it be a book, movie, social media, um, medical device, uh, whatever whatever you would like. The floor hey, is yours. Yeah, what? I wish I'd written something down. I was I every time I listen to the podcast, I think of what I would say here in this moment and i feel like i've had things queued up and now they're all gone um i just finished i listened to audiobooks it's easier than reading for me i just finished bear town by frederick bachman i think that's how you say his last name so good i don't even like hockey or know anything about hockey but it's based on a hockey team and it's not real. The book's not really about hockey, but it made me actually care about hockey. And um, gosh, what is my thing I would normally say? Oh, um, the book Boundaries. If you want like a book about how to have boundaries in your life, you should definitely read that book by uh, John Townsend and Henry Cloud. It's just called Boundaries. And I didn't know that I didn't have any boundaries in my life until... I read that book and now I'm working every day for the past seven years since I read it on having boundaries. So two kind of book plugs, one pleasure reading, one will rip your heart out because it's actually about your life. Have you heard of Libby? Yeah, that's how okay. I listen to my audiobooks. The, the audiobook app, free, free audiobooks. Yeah, through oh, your library. Through your library. Yeah. yeah. So you have to uh-huh. have a library card, but then you can use Libby. 
you know, yeah. but I heard once that having fun isn't hard if you got a library card. So, you know, anyway. Um, glad, yeah, teed that up. Thank you. Perfect delivery. Thank you. No yeah, notes. We're 58 episodes in. We finally got that chemistry. Uh, finally, Crystal, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that this was your uh, your first your first Camp Ryla under your new under your new name. Uh, you've yeah. undergone a name change, um, and and I guess we can I guess we can break this news here exclusively on on the Rylacast. Don't correct that. Um, th- that that you are very recently betrothed. Yes. That is true. Yeah, I just got married uh, three weeks before camp, and then my husband was so sweet to let me go for an entire week without him. <laughs> we hadn't even been married a month, but I, I just said, um, you know, I'd much rather be staying here with you. And he was like, no, you wouldn't. Go ahead. Go to Rella. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, but you know what? That's an important, it's an important uh, you know, honesty is important in this in this marriage, and I'm, I appreciate him him being support. I have a, I have a non Ryla spouse as well who's who's supportive of it. That so it matters uh, a great deal. Uh, how's married life going? Oh, we love it. Yeah, it's really great. Um, we were dating for four years, so mm-hmm. we were finally ready to get married, and now it's like. Ah, uh, yeah, I feel like we're getting to miss the hard first year of marriage. I hope, knock on wood, somewhere, because we did all the hard work during our four years of dating, and we learned communication styles and attachment styles, all those kinds of things. So I feel like it's going to be a breeze, hopefully. Did you learn about curtain hanging? <laughs> yeah, I was actually late to this podcast because <laughs> I was hanging curtains. I, nobody was ever going to know that. You didn't yeah. have to say that. Um, so, the, but the curtains are how are they looking. They're up. It's it's not these curtains. It's different ones. Um, they're very brown. I'm not sure if I like oh, them. So I like have to read. I like I like how the way you described the curtains was they're up. <laughs> Which That's been I guess on the it, list for a while. I guess is is how I took that. I guess curtains are kind of pass fail, you know, <laughs> they're either up or down. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, uh, Crystal Epperson, uh, thank you for all of your, you and the entire social media team. Uh, thank you for, uh, for all of your outstanding work at, at Camp Rally 2023. And, and thank you for hopping on the Rally cast. No, thank you guys. And our thanks once again to Crystal Epperson, the new Crystal Epperson, uh, for for joining us here. On uh, I mean, she's the same person. She just has a new last name. I should be clear. Uh, for joining us here on on the Rylacast. Um, and and yeah, the 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 social media stuff that her, Jamie Kim, and the entire social media team put together is um is is legitimately incredible. Um, I'm, 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 I'm so I'm, I'm like anxiously, like, like refreshing my feed all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really, really great. So we appreciate Crystal Epperson, uh, hopping on with us to talk a little bit about that. Um, and that is going to do it for us for this episode of the Ryla cast. Um, we hope you'll go to, uh, Ryla5810.org, right? Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah. Ryla5810.org. 
Check out our website there. Uh, follow us on social media uh, and all that fun stuff. And uh, and then, by the way, for this podcast, it'll be super helpful for us if you could uh, rate and subscribe um, and then also tell a friend. And here uh, with an antiquated way of telling a friend about the Rylacast is Josie. Well, thank you, Greg. Yes, uh, antiquated way. Uh, for this for this week's antiquated way, we go all the way back to the the gold rush in the Wichita mountains of the early 1900s um, to to someone named Ol Kim. Ol Kim. Ol Kim, who's an ex U.S. cavalry officer from Fort mm-hmm. Sill. Uh, he was in the gold rush. Then he became a cowboy and then a student at Cameron University in Lawton, Oklahoma. And so um, I, I tell you all this because I'm sure, you know, Carrie Bailey is familiar with this with this story, uh, the Cameron University mascot, Ol' Kim. And, you know, an antiquated way, Ol' Kim every year uh, crosses the stage and graduates with with uh, to receive his diploma every year. And that's the antiquated way I'm going to leave you with is is every year you should be verbally telling someone about the Rylicast in the spirit of the the gold rushes of the early 1900s, you know, before mm-hmm. social media, before phones, um, just the the good old good old verbal, you know, Josie, the Rylicast. I'm really I'm picking up what you're putting down. What you're saying is that we should break into a graduation every year, like a different graduation and just walk oh. across the stage and tell people like grab the microphone and say listen to the Rylacast. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's, yes. You know, like you you know, you're trying to be Mr. politically correct. I'm, you know, I'm the I'm the rebel around here. Um so <laughs> yeah. Uh that's going to do it for us. Uh Josie, thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. Talk to you next time on the Rylacast. 